The 801 mentality, it's all about pushing beyond your comfort zone and inspiring others to do the same. My name is Michael Sorrell, award-winning personal trainer, community leader, owner of Michael Sorrell Fitness Studio in Whittier, California, founder and host of the 801 Mentality Podcast. One of the great things about a fitness journey is taking that first step. Whether you could do 100 push-ups or one push-up, people will continue to encourage you. We inspire each other. How's everybody doing? Mike Sorrell here. Another episode of the 801 Mentality Podcast. Episode number four, baby. I am here with the owner of Heart and Soul Yoga, Brandy. Yes, Brandy Rometta. How you doing, Brandy? I'm so good. Just ready to talk to you as as usual. <laughs> Me and you could just talk forever. <laughs> People, we, we were just chatting before and... We're just we, we we just both talk and and I think it's great. That's what the podcast is about. I want to chat, interview, however you want to look at it, people in the community that inspire and motivate people around around their community, but also every listeners out there that are going to be listening to this podcast. That's what I want to do. I I and I want to be motivated. Yeah. So me too. So these are the individuals that you're going to be hearing uh, and Brandy's going to be one of them. So Brandy, thank you so much again for being here, but also thank you for during the holiday season when you reached out to me and helped our MSF Lifting with Love initiative to help families in Whittier. That was very, you know, I was very grateful for your help and your and the people that you uh, work with, your community. You're so welcome. My pleasure. How did how did you start your? Well, give us a little background about yourself, actually. Oh my God, there's so much. Background. Yeah. How much time do you have? Okay. <laughs> well, a lot of people, everyone in Whittier knows me. You know why? Because I was born and raised here. Awesome. My whole family is here. Um, my maiden name is Bustamante. Uh, Brandy Boost about this. So um, I went to Whittier High School. My sisters went to Whittier High School. My cousins went to Whittier High School. My parents, my uncles. It's like, we're all here. We're all here. We never left. Well, I left for a minute, but I came right back. Okay. So like they say, people always come yeah. back to Whittier, you know, but yeah. I certainly did. I didn't want to come back to Whittier. I lived in LA for a long time and Long Beach. And I always told my family, I'm never coming back to Whittier. Never. I already had, you know, started my life somewhere else. And um, my husband, when we lived in Long Beach, said, I want to move back to Whittier. I want wow. us to go to Whittier. Yeah. So um, there we are. We made our move back to Whittier um, probably, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago now. And yeah, we never left. So like I said, born and raised in Whittier. And I'm so glad that my husband... Um, decided for us to move back to Whittier because it's been such a blessing, a blessing that I didn't realize was going to be there for me because I was so adamant on saying that I was going to start my life somewhere else, yeah. like anywhere but Whittier. I think it's a thing when people say that it's like, oh, I made it somewhere else. But, you know, we all can make it somewhere else. But yeah. really, these are where my roots are. This is where my family's from. And when I started Heart and Soul Yoga, um, 
and I just started kind of planting those seeds, I was thinking like, what is my focus going to be? And what am I going to be doing? And I'm like, because there's just so much out there, right? You ever feel overwhelmed? Like when you started, you're like, what am I, where are these people going to come from? And what am I going to do? Because I have lived in different places and I have had different um, professional experience. So it was really hard for me to like hone in on what I was going to focus on. Um, And I was just like, hello, Whittier. Just focus on my backyard right here, where my roots are. I know so many people. I have a really big family. Let me just start planting those seeds and networking and sharing with everybody what this passion is of mine, which, you know, has been a passion of mine for a long time. I haven't really acted out on it Um, when I first initially had this idea, which was in like 2000. I want to say 2005 uh, when I first started yoga. Um, But it was really um, me establishing that first initial idea of just saying, I'm focusing right here, you know, where we laid our roots in Whittier. So that was kind of like when the light bulb went out, went off and all of everything started to connect on, you know, building community connections. And of course the, you know, amazing um, heart and soul yoga space, which has provided, um, such a amazing opportunity for all of us to gather outdoors and a beautiful, we all call it a sanctuary because once you're there, it's not like just, you know, going outside to get a breath of fresh air. It's just the view, the air, the nature that you see in front of you. And then when you're there for a collective similar reason, you know, to the person that you're sitting next to on your mat, it just brings all of those intention intentions to fruition together. It's just such a powerful and meaningful experience. So um, once all of that started there at Heart and Soul Yoga, um, that's when I realized that, you know, this was something very special. Um, so that was just a little background on how, yeah. you know, um, where I'm from and and sort of how I got the ball rolling on on the idea of heart and soul yoga. But initially, back in 2005, is when I started doing yoga at Bikram, the really, really hot yoga. Yes. You know, the one that feels like you're burning in hell. That one. Well, the, every time I went, I was like, this is so crazy. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> so I got to, because you know, it's an hour and a half class. And I think within maybe 55 minutes, I would just lie to myself and say I had to use the restroom and I would run to the bathroom for like one minute and then like run back out to my mat and just like get my shit together. Can we cuss on here? So sorry. Of course. <laughs> get my shit together. Get my mental shit together. I'm like, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep running to the bathroom in this like panic? And I was determined to get over that like mental block that was block. there. So the following month they had a special and it was like go it was like um seventy five dollars for the entire month if you went for 30 days straight. But if you missed a day, you lose it's like you use it or you lose it. Wow. So because I think they wanted you to get that whole experience of what yoga and what Bikram yoga does for your your mental health. Um, And your physical health, of course. But for me, a lot of mental and emotional things kept coming up. Yeah. So I did it. I did the 30 days and it was crazy. It was like a, oh my gosh, it was such an amazing experience. I felt so many different things in in those classes. Every day was different. Um, Some days were hard. The struggle was real. And then other days I felt like I could have taught the class. I was like just on. I felt amazing. I was just like 
super hydrated. I was feeling myself like I look good in the mirror, the whole thing. And the next day I was falling. You know, I couldn't keep my balance to like just lift my toes up off one foot. You know, every day was different. Um, I I think that's one of the great things about just what I call a health and fitness wellness journey. Mm -hmm. You're going to have great days. You're going to have days where you don't want to show up. You're going to have days where if you do show up, you're just not all there. Right. And and that's okay. That's a very, very normal path, normal journey for everybody. Yes. And, I, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, we, we really, in, in our fitness studio, we have tons of clients that give it their all. They're always motivated and inspired. But there are just some days that they don't have it, and and that's okay. And that's what we really push for people who are not our clients, who are looking from the outside, wanting to maybe try our studio. Is hey, look, it's not always going to be easy. It's not. It's not supposed to be easy. Not supposed to be. And but once you continue and chug along and just do your best and and not quit. That's when a lot of the positivity of and the benefits of exercise and and wellness come into fruition. Yes, absolutely. So, how did you come up with the name? Um, how did I come up with the name? Well, I knew that I was really trying to bring in the aspect of wellness, right? I yes. really wanted to focus in on uh, mental and emotional wellness, and because yoga was like medicine. Since day one, this was my medicine, and I know that this is going to help people, whether they are someone who is a diagnosed person with, you know, bipolar or depression, or a person who is just struggles, like yeah. a mom who struggles, or I mean, everybody struggles. You struggle, right, Mike? Yeah, I've had. Well, and why is it okay? Why is it not okay to say that? Sometimes, I mean, it's I think especially with men, right? Yeah. Some people, they just act, especially, I always talk about social media because social media is so like, there's this whole fog, yeah. right? Of social media of like, everyone has their shit together. No, people don't all have their shit together because they're smiling in a photo. Um, we all struggle. And it doesn't matter if you're happy majority of the time and you're not diagnosed with bipolar or depression and have to take a pill every day to stay, you know, with the world. It doesn't mean that you don't struggle. But yeah. there are people. Yeah that struggle and have and have a diagnosis and do take a pill and that's okay too. So I was thinking when I came up with the name of who I wanted to focus on and help were people like me who struggle sometimes that don't necessarily have to take a pill every day to stay present in the world. Yeah. But I still struggle with things because I have some generational trauma that has been passed down, right? And I know because I've struggled. I've seen my mom struggle with some things. I've seen my dad struggle with some things. I've seen people in my family struggle with some things, but they're not necessarily like, you know, diagnosed and schizophrenic. I think people have like a really hard time like looking at those two things and seeing what the differences are. So, but I knew that the help that I wanted to bring and the, the lessons that I wanted to bring through yoga were truly beyond the you know do an invert crazy inver- yoga inversion and stand on your head it wasn't going to be about that it was about the breathing it was about the being present it was about 
um, self-acceptance. It was about trusting yourself and loving yourself again. It was all of these other things. And so um, I think I was going through a whole bunch of different <laughs> names. Some of them were ridiculous. Yeah. I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you, when you came up with yours, but I think I ran them by my sisters and my sisters. Yeah. Like, um, they sound a little dramatic, like, because I wanted it to say like, you know, we are here for you. And I don't remember exactly how, but I think I just went through a list of them and I was like, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing it with my heart and soul. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah. I was just, it was just kind of like blurted it out. So that's where it truly came from because that's what we really try to focus in on. So again, it's not about these don't come to heart and soul and think that we're going to do all these like core yoga type of stuff. I mean, I love, you know, um, core yoga, but we're not going to do that. It's about community connection. It's about, uh, release and let go. It's about fully accepting where you are, honoring yourself, being able to honor other people that are in your life as well. Like opening up perspective, shifting perspective. It's about so many different beautiful parts of life, but really fully it's a practice of self-realization. That's awesome. A lot of the things we talk about with clients too is you can't just look at and and i'm i'm talking general like some people enjoy hiking some people enjoy running some people enjoy yoga some people enjoy boot camp whatever your your activity is you have to look at it not just from a superficial standpoint meaning oh i got to I'm going to step on the scale and I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to fit into my jeans or my outfit or my dress. Those are all great. However, if you want to have sustainability and long-term positive results with whatever your activity that you love, whether it's yoga, boot camp, hiking, running, rucking for me, there has to be a deeper meaning. There has to be a deeper meaning, meaning and what you just mentioned there, it's 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 awesome because it's you you do it because you you do love yourself and that you want to take care of yourself. And when you take care of yourself, guess what? Everybody around you will be even better because you're you're going to be a better person. Right. Right. I, w I would say that the second that um, when I started on my own healing journey, the second that I created my focus and my path back to myself um I think everyone else started to notice and I didn't even notice that they were noticing it because I was so focused on healing and loving myself and accepting myself and doing all that inner work that inner maintenance that I didn't even notice that the love that I was showing myself the respect the time that I was carving out for myself it was just showing I was like glowing in a different way, I think, um, until I think slowly people started to, you know, notice and maybe compliment or notice certain things. Yeah. Um, then I was like, oh, wow, I guess all the work that I've been doing for the last five years has been paying off because and, and that's another thing, too, is I think a lot of people start and they're like, oh, I, I've done yoga. It's not for me or, uh, you know, they're just not don't like to cry. They don't like to cry. They don't like to talk about feelings just like too much for them. It's like. Well, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, and if you're not in touch with yourself or you feel like something's just not for you um, or it didn't work out for you the first time, uh, therapy, 
yoga, exercise, eating right, like the whole thing, like just start and stay with it. Because I know for me, my healing journey started um, probably even before I had my son. My son's um, a little over five years old now, but truly started um, after I had him um, through my own postpartum depression. I had never suffered from depression or anxiety or anything my entire life. And I was like, what in the hell is hit me like I didn't know I was isolating myself and I was just feeling really down of course there's hormone shifts and yeah I mean the role that I play in the world you know had changed and um, I had a really big life before I had my husband and my family and my house and all that stuff I had a very um, I would say a clear you know understanding of who I was then so when everything shifted it's like sometimes it's like someone pulls a rug from underneath you yeah. right so i think um you know along with that hormone shift came a lot of other changes and um i didn't give myself a lot of grace and i think that the women in my family like we weren't taught you know how to deal with things like that i don't think a lot of people um especially like hispanic culture and other surrounding cultures that are similar to that we're not taught to deal with those things you know and um like i had posted something this week about the um the woman that came, um, she was pregnant and they honored the, the unborn baby this week in a yoga session. It was so beautiful. And we talked about how it takes a tribe. Um, it truly does take a tribe. Even if those women or people, your tribe, aren't physically there with you, right, every single day helping you, um, it's okay to call and say, hey, I'm struggling hard today. Like, I need you. When you're not in touch with yourself, when you don't slow down to just... Yeah. Take a deep breath and figure out like, okay, what do I need right now? What are my needs? Why am I feeling panic? Why am I feeling emotional? What is it that I need? And say, oh my gosh, I have that one friend. I'm going to call that one friend. She always has like a something funny for me to read. Or I have this other friend who will always take my other kid from me for an hour to the park or do something. Well, back when I was going through my postpartum depression, I was like, I'm doing this 100% on my own. I don't need anybody, but look what happened. I ended up crashing. And if I would have taken better care of myself and if, you know, my mom would have been taught the right way to do things and all of that, then she would have taught me a little bit better. It's not her fault by any means, but you know, just the generational um, things that we lack and the things that we learn and grow from. And, um, you know, learning from my older sisters, from my mom, uh, the mistakes and the successes and great things that they've done. I came to terms with, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need help, everybody. So uh, once I started to help myself, it was through real therapy. It was through um, yoga, going back to yoga and jumping on. I was like, this is my time for my spiritual awakening because I knew that there was something far beyond what I was going through. Like people do not have to live like this. I don't need to live like this, you know, after just giving, you know, life to my son and, and having to take care of this new life and myself and, and adapt to all this, all this newness. Um, you know, I felt in that moment that women, new moms really needed more support. Um, so from that point of me starting my spiritual journey, um, it came a lot of painful realizations, but it also also came a lot of um, rebirth for me too. Um, but the lesson in all of it was staying committed, even in the times of pain yeah. and struggle, because just because you're having a spiritual awakening and doing yoga, it doesn't mean that every day is like amazing. Yeah. There's days that I realize, oh my God, I really fucked up. Like 
for like a year, I've been doing something wrong. You know, I wasn't loving myself. I wasn't respecting myself or I treated somebody that I loved, you know, wrong because of the place that I was at. You know, I took a hard look at myself and I was like, wow, there were some days that I was like, girl, get it together. And what's, (laughs) and what's happened, one of the, you know, many, many negative results of this pandemic is just people are just so high stress. They have high anxiety, just afraid. Afraid, yeah. And if there was any other time throughout, you know, my lifetime that people need wellness, exercise, you know, healing, Mm -hmm. it's now. It is. It's now. So what would you, with, with all of your experience and teachings what would be a couple of hard advice for those people that are struggling right now like just struggling with whatever whether it's you know their kids just you know dealing with school stuff uh, work people you know their 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 work is requiring them to do something they might not want to do yeah. or just just general craziness that's out in social media and just people talking amongst friends i mean there's just so much there's so much there's so much right now what would be a couple of advice that you would have to those people on how to basically just improve their life through yoga or healing or whatever god i have so much advice and the reason why i say that and uh, actually makes me feel a little emotional is because I I do know so many people right now that are in pain. They're struggling yes. hard. And I turn on the news and there are so many uh, tragic things going on since the beginning of the year. I feel like every week I have um, heard uh, locally, you know, people committing suicide and ki- a child, I think, a, a local high school committed suicide. Um, amongst that, there's just been careless, you know, things that are going on, like car accidents and people dying through that. So then those people are going to be struggling of with course. mourning. And mourning in a time like right now, um, I really... Uh, I can't really imagine um, what that's like because the world seems like it's just so uh, conflicted, you know. Um, But the advice that I would have is, and I feel like I've given it recently, is just start. Just start. Wherever you are, just start. And that means, like, slow down and just start, whether it's, like, you're thinking, like, maybe I should go to the doctor. And maybe that thought came up again, like, the next day and maybe it came up again like two days later we have thoughts in our head that are constantly coming up for us why are they constantly coming up and why are we continuously ignoring them it happens to me or I should say it happened to me more so before I started all this work where I'm like why am I why do I keep thinking about this I mean the perfect example is yoga uh getting my yoga certificate and why did it keep on hounding this part of my brain over and over and over? I'm like, I'm not in a place. I'm overweight. I'm this. I'm that. Just down on myself. I'm struggling with depression. I just had a baby. Um, you know, just all, I can't afford it. I can't afford the certificate. I'm doing all these things, but in a depression, but it was still like right here. Well, finally, I got my shit together and I was like, listen to the voice. Listen to yourself. So yeah. I, that's when I slowed down. 
I started to take get better care of myself, went and saw a doctor, went to therapy, did all these things, ended up going to get my certificate, that voice in my head finally answered to it. So if there's something that is continuously going on in your head, whether that's going to the doctor, reaching out to somebody like, hey, I should really reach out to that friend. Maybe they can be there for me. You know, a lot of people are ashamed. They're ashamed to make a call, send a text, yeah. show up at someone's house and say, I'm here. I need you. I need help. You know, I mean, why is why does that feel so wrong? It should not. Oh, my gosh. If the few people that I'm worried about in my life right now, if they came to my door and said, I need you, I would drop everything to, to yeah. help them. I mean, that that kind of work it's a big deal to me. Like that is such a big deal. So wherever you are, just start, whether that's saying, Hey, I need help or, you know, taking that next plunge at education or a job or a wellness journey, starting yoga, slow down, listen to yourself, give yourself five minutes a day yeah, to figure out what you need. Um, and I will, I have observed people and through observing my own self, it's like I had a couple of uh, moments of not really panic, but just a lot of different stuff going on uh, in the last couple of days. And I was like, ha- I literally had to stop yeah. and say, practice what you preach, Brandy, practice what you preach. And so I slowed down. I literally laid my <laughs> yoga mat out not to do yoga. I just got into a child's pose. I laid my butt down, or I should say my my stomach down, and I just breathed into my yoga mat for five minutes. Yeah. I got up and I was like, okay, I see my priorities clear in my head now. I can keep going. You know, a lot of people just, they don't give that. It's a gift. It is truly a gift to slow down. Even if you're sitting in your car, pull your damn car over, take a deep breath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just Give yourself a second to have an intentional moment to yourself. And I promise you in those couple of moments or five minutes, something positive, productive, or some type of clarity is going to come to you. Whether that's saying, I need to, I need to reach out and be vulnerable and get the help I need, or shoot, I'm going back to school or something as easy as I'm not cooking tonight. I'm exhausted. I'm going to order out. You know what I mean? Like taking something off of your plate to just de-stress i think the hustle and bustle of just life is already tough enough now you throw in social media you throw in youtube netflix just everybody just wants to use outside i wouldn't say information but just like you know that's where that most people look at social media as like like what you mentioned earlier. Well, you know I want to look good in front of social media, and I have to be this person, this person. I have to look this way. Mm-hmm. But in reality, most social media f- stars or whatever you want to, you know, Influences. characters, characters they're, they're, yeah, they that's not who they really are, and and. All of us should just be like, hey, you know, we need to take time for ourselves. We don't have to, you know, have 100,000 followers and 10,000 likes because we have our own situation to try to deal with. And getting it and trying to figure it out 
not just by yourself, but also the people that you surround yourself with is very important. And yes, I'm going to take time for myself. But also, if you do need help, you need to go and reach out to to people who mm-hmm. who can help you. Yes. And and then I also tell clients too and friends is, hey, you have to take a step back as well on the kind of the, the, the individuals that you're reaching out to. If they're the negative, if they're always negative and they're always just, you know, downers. Or just stagnant. Or stagnant. Right. People that aren't going to like lift you up and keep pushing forward and walking forward with you. Not really with you, but, you know, just walking forward. Like where you can look and say, oh, I see what they're doing. I'm doing that too. Like, you know, yes, we're not all going to be on the same journey, but you definitely want to be... have a similar mindset with whatever it is that you're doing. You know, me and all my best friends that I've grown up with, we're doing completely different things with our lives, completely different. But you know what? We're all moving forward Forward. in it. And we all throw each other the support, the supportive text, the supportive words, the repost on, you know, Instagram, like all that kind of stuff. Like we're all just showing up for each other. Um, Two of my best friends, one lives in a different country right now. The other one lives in a different state, but we're still there just saying, hey, I see you. Like, you know, we're on totally different journeys. Um, But it's good to know that I have that support. Yeah. And I don't have somebody who's hating um, or just ignoring, right. Or just not being supportive. They're like seeing me, I'm seeing them. And I want, you know, people like that. And the people that come to yoga and join me with these, you know, wellness events and all of that, I know that they're coming into my direction, into my path because they want some of that wellness. They want some of that conversation. They want some of that little uplift. They want to experience what it is that we're talking about over at heart and soul yoga. And that's all it is. And I have to say, um, thank you to the heart and soul yoga community because they've kept me accountable. They have kept me like super committed, excited, passionate about this entire journey. Like, and I said in the beginning when I was super insecure and nervous about starting anything, I was like, and I've said this, you may have heard me say it before, who's going to want to come and do yoga with me. Yeah. I don't look like an average yoga teacher. Um, I was now 23 pounds heavier than I am right now when I started my, uh, got my certificate. And I was so insecure about it. But I was like, you know what? I'm going all out. I'm throwing it all, even my weight, my weight issues, like all of it. I'm going to just talk about it all. I don't care. I want people to be inspired by this and say, who gives a shit? I'm going to do it anyways, because I knew as long as I planted those seeds of I'm struggling too. here's what my issues are. Other people would be like, oh, my gosh, me, too. I like that. And you know what? That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I kept it real. And I said, who's going to want to come do yoga with me at this point? I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to create this business plan and I'm going to push it for I'm going to execute it. And I did it. And I said, if one person comes to do yoga with me and I can help one person to overcome some emotional or mental block that they've had, I will be so happy. And obviously you know, so many more people have come, kids included. And that's how I started working with kids. So um, I really have to be, you know, give a lot of thanks to heart and soul for just really 
um, seen my vision and seen me through and stayed committed with me because they truly keep me so grateful every day. I'm so grateful every day to these people um, and to this journey that we're on together. And um, they just make me excited and passionate and they allow me a chance to be totally um, authentic and to live a very authentic life in this space. Um, this is an opportunity that wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people that come to see me. So. Well, an awesome community is is so important in mm -hmm. just progressing through life and the journey that each of us are on right now, right? It's, you know, when you have people around you that motivate and inspire you, and it's so many different levels of motivation and inspiration. I mean, we have clients here that are just battling through cancer, battling through a lot of adversity, health, personal stuff, yeah. and they just keep chugging along, man. They yeah. just keep amazing motivating and and that motivates the crap out of me and yeah. and and adina like all of our all of our clients we have clients that are you know that have uh that are weight that are in line for getting kidney transplants but they continue to come mm -hmm. like wow you know the pandemic didn't stop them yeah they said you know what if something's going to happen to me, it's not going to be at the gym because I, that's my place to get healthier and more fit. Yeah. And and I have an 89-year-old client who hasn't stopped. Every, I mean, as soon as we reopened, she was one of the first clients. She was like, no, I'm coming. That's awesome. I'm coming. And so how how your community motivates and inspires you, same goes for our community. And, and it's it's unbelievable. It's it's. I'm, you know, grateful, thankful for each one of them yes. to to not just support, you know, my business, but also continue to inspire and motivate me. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's, they certainly are motivating you because you have a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, somehow. You do a lot of giving back. And so I'm, I'm sure that's a lot of the reason why your community loves you. And I think that's one of the things that separates us from a lot of fitness studios. People always ask me you know, what's so different about your studio? Well, everybody gives back now. You know, I, I see that. It's great. It's yeah. awesome. You know, all the gyms, they all give back. But what's different is we've been doing it for 15 plus years. Well, not only that, but you're doing it all year round. You're not all just, year round. You're not just doing it for Christmas. Yeah, not just Christmas, toy <laughs> drive, and food yeah. drive. No, we do it year round. Well, I think that's why when I reached out to you when I was looking at all the things that you do, I think that's what kind of um, uh, pulled me in was just because you do do this and you do it all year round. And I could just see, I see the busyness, but not busy like, hey, I'm here, I'm getting rich, I'm, you know, doing all this stuff. Not <laughs> yeah. to say that you're not rich, I'm sure, <laughs> sure there's an abundance yeah. of, of riches in your life, Mike. But um, it was more so looking at you uh, really because you did have an abundance of amazing things going on. So I was like, I want to be a part of that. I want to try to help. So that was actually the reason why you kind of pulled me in. No, it, when you when we started chatting that first time, I'm like, yeah, this this person I definitely want to be around with and just because you just Thank feel you. it. Yeah. You know the positivity that you that you that you that you ooze out. 
it's 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 great and, I, and I, yeah i love that i'm oozing you're oozing, oozing positivity, positivity. <laughs> i love it right so just just to kind of wrap up here what no we don't want to wrap up just get so <laughs> yeah much i know more to say. i know this is just the episode one how about that there's gonna We're be gonna different take a little episodes. bathroom break we'll yeah. be back just kidding <laughs> What what things? So somebody wants to reach out to you. Which which how did they how should they contact you? Um. Oh God, there's a million ways. Instagram, email. Um, they could mail me a letter at the post office. Um, you know. Um, but Instagram, I do most of my um promotional you know stuff and posting on uh, Instagram. So that's usually how they can find me. So it's at um, Hands Yoga Whittier. And um, also website handsyoga.com. So if anybody wants to check it out, um, we are, um, I say we, um, me. I planned the uh, Whittier Walk for Wellness this past December. That was awesome. um, Yeah, it was awesome. Um, And it was, even though I had it planned for a long time, doesn't mean I was actually executing those plans. So I actually did it sort of last minute and it, came out and the outcome of um, our community coming through was really outstanding um, in my opinion. So I was really super proud of Whittier for coming through on that. I had 111 people register. They didn't really wake up on Saturday morning to do it. I had 75 people there, but even better. Awesome. I mean, it was, it was awesome for being the first one. So um, Heart and Soul Yoga um, produces Whittier Walk for Wellness, uh, which is basically uh, getting our community members together. Um, if you want to be a sponsor, you can become a sponsor and be there to speak at the Whittier Walk for Wellness, eat healthy food. Last year we had Veggie Zika who catered it, um, vegan food, and uh, Athleta sponsored it. So everybody got um, gift cards from Athleta, which was really cool. Yeah. Athleta gift bags, all that uh, good stuff, and tons and tons of uh, raffles and prizes. And um, just like a really healthy, uplifting community event um a really great way to end the year because it's um again this year it's going to be december 4th um so i like the fact that it's right before the holidays and towards the end of the year we have had so much stuff going on just up and down and all around and i think it's a really great way to end the year of just a reminder of all the hard work that we've done all the hard work that we have done at heart and soul yoga um, and really bringing wellness like back to the heart of our community. So that was my reason for bringing it all together. So we're going to do it again, like I said, December 4th. So if anyone wants to get involved, um, be on the lookout for that. And come do yoga Tuesdays, Thursdays, 6.30, and Sundays at 9 a.m. And lots of speakers. Um, you are going to be one of my speakers Yes. for men's mental health. I'm so excited. Oh, I man. need more men. Where are the men at? Where yeah. are the men Come on, fellas. For mental health. I need more men doing yoga and advocating for mental health. I am manifesting them right now. You know. I've asked my husband a million times. He's like, I'm busy. I'm I've busy. never. And, you know, just just to be quick here. You know, my, fa- my father passed away three years ago. Sorry. And I had never. I felt that was the weakest point of my life. Where. Wait a minute. I'm I'm very strong-minded. I'm very determined, but that really s- took me back. Mm. And it was very sudden. I mean, one day he's here, four days later he's gone. Uh-huh. And and I didn't do yoga, but I did do a lot of meditation and breathing. Mm-hmm. 
So I have I go to this hill where I work out, and that was really you know you used the word earlier sanctuary, because after my workouts I would literally sit up there on a bench and I would just take deep breaths and just close my eyes and just really feel the wind, whether it was cold, hot, whatever, and it helped me so much. Just that mm-hmm. breathing. I love that. And and it helped me get through it. Mm-hmm. And I mean. There's days where you know it's it's still tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, his birthday's coming up, so you know mentally that was one of the things that I really you know kind of talked to my clients about. Is hey, listen, it's okay to ask for help. Absolutely. It's okay to to take a step back and say you, you know you, sh- sometimes showing weakness is really your, your the strongest point in your life. Oh, absolutely. Because that shows a lot of actually strength when you show weakness. Oh, and 100%. at at and there's there were moments where, you know, I went to therapy. You know, if only a few people know that. But now everybody knows it. Now everybody knows it. <laughs> but I was looking at it like I re I, I, I need help. Good. Because I, I couldn't sleep. And no one knew. I mean I was still here, five AM class. I still had the energy, still right. very passionate because that never went away. But but I, I needed it for myself, and I, I recognized it. But the breathing, the, 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 just the focus really helped me. So everybody out there that's struggling right now that need help, reach out. Reach out to, to Heart and Soul Yoga. Reach out to us. Do something. Yeah. I work with kids too, and um, I like what you said. And this is the last I know we're we're gonna wrap up, but um, you said about sanctuary, and I said about my sanctuary. Yeah, everybody, yeah. if they're helping themselves in some way, have a place. Do you have a place that you can call your own sanctuary? I don't care if it's in your car. My sanctuary, you would think it's at heart and soul all the time. It's actually in my room. That's where I prepare for all my yoga classes. My husband knows I close my door. I lock it. You know, I meditate. I turn the lights off. I light my candles. That's my sanctuary. It's right in front of my bed on the floor. I mean, that's where I go. If it's your car, if it's a park, if it's a hiking, a beautiful place in a hiking, it doesn't have to be all that though. It can yeah. be a, a random place in your living room, you know, whatever it is. It could be super early in the morning before your house wakes up, you know, and your day starts. Just find your sanctuary. It doesn't have to look like, you know, waterfalls and and mountain views and all that. Just somewhere where you can have five to ten minutes by yourself. Um, and I swear, those five to ten minutes by yourself, I think, will um, go really far for your mental and emotional wellness. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel relaxed just talking to you now. Good. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> Talk too much. You exhausted me oh. today. <laughs> My but, yoga session's canceled today. <laughs> but thank you so much, Brandy, for being here, so for honored. chatting with, with me and just our listeners. Again, just keep a lookout. Follow her on Instagram. Uh, I follow her, and there's a lot. She's always motivated. She's always posting motivational stuff. It's it's you know it's 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 awesome. So thank you again. Thank you for your time. I know you're a busy gal. You gotta get home to my babies. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Take care. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, Mike.